each one of us has had our own hero or heroine's journey to be the coach that can fully step in and support you from a place of authenticity and vulnerability and rawness and realness is because we are fucking doing this work too. I'm Alexa and you're listening to That Sex Check, a Soulfire production. So what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Dicks. Pe- penis. Poop. Farting. Butts. Sex. Vaginas. Exactly. Exactly. So the Sex and Love Co. team is in the flesh in Austin, Texas. In the house. Yeah, yeah. Actually in the house. Yeah, in our house <laughs> at our kitchen table. Yeah. And Biggie is on the floor rolling around like Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. He would also like to be counted in for this exercise. Chief Chewbacca. Officer. And Little is trying to fuck up his stretch. So <laughs> they are both active participants in today's podcast episode. And in our photo shoot. So they're yeah, here. They're, yeah. they're a part of the team. Yep, for to sure. Love us Officially. Love all of us. Equally <laughs> and effectively. Yes. So we figured we're at the tail end of a team retreat, which was pitched as a business retreat and has yeah. turned into... There's Biggie. <laughs> so has turned into something much... I don't want to say like different than what you thought, mm. than all of you thought, but maybe a little bit different than what you thought. Mm. Better. And, uh, we thought that as we round out this experience, why not get together at the kitchen table, put microphones in every, mostly everybody's hands and a couple of paws and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Let's let the team riff on what we've been up to Mm -hmm. for the last few days and how things have been unfolding in sex and love co. Mm -hmm. So as Jordan attempts to settle Biggie down Mm -hmm. (laughs) and to get him to stop rolling around on the carpet, Uh he usually does that after the cleaning ladies come Uh and vacuum. Then he runs around to every carpet and puts his hair and scent yeah Yeah, all over it again which is it's also witching hour for animals it's Mm -hmm. like with babies too there's this hour where that they just get weird yeah 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 have you not heard of witching hour yeah it's like right before bedtime where like they just kind of lose their shit they're like wired and tired and they just go a little nutso it's witching hour yep yeah so (laughs) yeah great (laughs) great noted great so let's talk about our time together Let's. Yeah. So as we were preparing for this, we have two days, basically, right? Two full days and wanted this to be super impactful. Walk away feeling like, man, we accomplished a lot. Mm -hmm. And like, that was just very productive. That was my masculine approach as I was considering what to do here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's my masculine voice. Yeah. I'm going to get my girls together and we're going to get some shit done. Yeah. And as we started, Lex and I started talking about it and really getting into it and (laughs) addressing all the infinite options for how this could go and all the aspects of our business and the never ending list of urgent slash insanely important things as you run a business and want to grow it and want to support more people and all the things. And then it was like, this is the first time we've actually gotten the four of us, the sex and love co core team together in person besides our wedding. But that was, you know, Mm -hmm. fleeting and Mm -hmm. lots of other energies, all the things it's like, what's more important than any, what's the most important above all the urgent, never ending shit is us connecting mm-hmm. and having fun and reminding, rediscovering and even discovering for the first time why we love each other so much, mm-hmm. why we're doing this. And yeah, experience that deep personal human connection. And I would say we've succeeded at that. It's a little. But come on. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it has been such a nice pause on the day to day and we have our heads down a lot of the time and we're a growing company and we're serving a lot of people. And it was a pleasant surprise, I'll say, (laughs) um, to have the, uh, just twist on the retreat, which I'm sure I'm about to share. Um, but essentially, yeah, being able to 
because you all took pause and allowed us to really like be nourished. I think that was mm-hmm. also a bigger uh, thread here of like when you take a step back from the day to day in your own relationships and your life and just allow play and connection and laughter to be the thing that leads and guides you, mm-hmm. you then approach everything with a fuller cup. And that's exactly what this felt like. Um, so when can I share what we did? Yes, but I'll just start it with, I took my girl shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Present daddy, yes. aka Santa. Yeah. And came rolling with his sleigh down the chimney or some shit. Is that how it goes? Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a moment where, you know, Serena and I come in um, day one of this retreat. So you flew in from Maryland. I flew in from Colorado from a trip. And in the back of my mind, it was like, I'm coming into a retreat and we're going to get a bunch of shit done and like buckle up. And (laughs) I was even, I remember on Sunday, like a little nervous of like, okay, you just did all this stuff in Colorado and like, you need to get your shit together. Like it's go time. And I don't know, it was maybe an hour into our first day of the retreat where you dropped the bomb that we're going shopping. (laughs) (laughs) And it was such a pleasant surprise and such a nice reminder of um, like, Ooh, this is such, this is so much greater than uh, like face value sex coaching. Like this company, what we are doing, how we are serving people, what we're a part of feels big. And it may sound silly to say like, oh, you feel that because you took a shopping. And it's like, that's exactly why I feel that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's because you took a moment to see, oh, like what's going to light these women the fuck up? What's going to make them feel really taken care of? Um, and how are they going to then? now show up better and more full because they were seen in a way that they hadn't felt seen before. And that felt really special. So good. Serena, you want to chime in? I do. I do. I loved the moment on Monday when you were like, okay, now it's time to close your computers. And I saw your brain short circuit. I literally, I was like, what? This is not how I spend my Mondays. What do you mean shut my computer? What am I going to do? I don't know how to do that. (laughs) And I think Bren's right. Oftentimes in relationships, it's so easy to just get lost in the day to day. I personally do this. I just had a meltdown during our retreat about how you know, my weekends are busy at times. We're grocery shopping and prepping food and our intimacy and connection can so easily get lost in our culture. And the fact that you guys took the precedence to maintain that and to nurture it just speaks volumes to our company and to what we provide to our clients, to our coaching clients. And so I'm so grateful so grateful, so excited. And when I told my husband about this experience, his literal response was, what amazing bosses. And that is so true. Mm, so it's really true. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And it was, it was really cute because Jordan came to me at one point and I think I was laying on the bed and it was the couple of days leading up to uh, the retreat and and y'all coming back into town, you coming back into town, you coming into town. And, and I felt very relaxed about it all, which was interesting. Cause usually I'm like, we need a schedule. We need to know what we're doing. We need reservations. We need all these things. And, um, and I just kind of felt not in that space. And then Jordan said, should we go shopping? And I immediately went, yes, let's do that. You know, let's do that on the main day. Let's do that on Monday. Who goes shopping on a Monday? Mm-hmm, you know, it's the busy day. And and it was very much like the whole conversation of what's important and what's urgent and all of those things. And yeah, we've got things that we've been focusing on going into the holidays and figuring out all the pieces and parts to our offers and services and all of those things. And it's like a lot of that stuff, while we're together, it can wait. Because we meet on a Monday, every Monday, or we meet every Monday and we have our Monday meetings. And it's like, I was not interested in having a three-day Monday meeting. (laughs) Not at all. So, um, you know, that was, that was really what felt the most important to us is that what would be the thing that would 
would really deliver post seeing each other would deliver for a long period of time after the close of it. And it was our connections with each other, you know, us having an opportunity to speak into what our individual messages are and our individual missions and what we perceive our Dharma to be in the world, what excites us, what lights us up, what's pleasurable. And like you mentioned, like this in a lot of ways is what we bring to clients. And I'm very much camp walk my talk. Mm -hmm. I want to so badly and it, and it aligns for me as loyal Leo and being an integrity and all of those things. And I want to be super upfront with our clients, the people that, that, or in our community and our network, um, you know, of what it's like to also work in this company. And I want all these things to be mirrored. And, you know, the relationships that we have with each other, these people who are about to go into relationships or who are coming out of relationships, maybe even divorcing and um, people who are wanting to make their relationships even better. I want it to all be mirrored that we're doing the same work as a team and as individuals and humans connecting. And, um, and I think we were pretty successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think it's funny too. Um, I was it Monday. I don't even know. All the days are blurred together, but Bren, you mentioned that you told people you were doing a business retreat mm-hmm. and then on our Instagram, we're like mm-hmm. shopping and going oh, yeah. to the arcade. I moved all my clients. I'm like, I'm going to be in a business retreat. I'll have no time for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be a business lady. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then on my Instagram was us, you know, playing skee ball mm-hmm. <laughs> and having cider. And yeah. Well, you're getting ahead of the schedule here. Oopsie. Oopsie. Uh, so the next surprise we had food at a great place, and then we went to an arcade, like an adult arcade where they serve crispy boys and crispy girls. And we played basketball, which that's my shit. We played skee-ball. We played pinball. pinball. It was $10 per person, and you play as many games as you want. It's called Cider Arcade in Austin. And you get to have, they had like organic hard kombucha. We played Dance Dance Revolution. We tried. We yeah. tried. I don't know play is accurate. We did not play. (laughs) It played us. (laughs) It stared us in the face. Uh Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like the elusive clitoris where I couldn't Uh actually find the part and I just kind of tapped around it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it was great. Right. So like better than anything else, better than any like business planning or things that we could have, could have done. I think it was better that we go head to head on a skee ball score. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and really to to kind of round out the schedule of events because I want to get into more than just what we did during this time because mm-hmm. we did an, we did two episodes like that actually our wedding episodes that were like just play by plays of what we did um, and I, well actually we had lots of episodes about the wedding so we'll go down the rabbit hole we had one of like why and the intention and the purpose and then also the play by play so I'm not I'm not trying to give them another one of those but um I think I love it I mean they love it to some degree I'm sure we're assuming you people who I'm speaking to right now (laughs) in your ear holes um yeah we we today we had a photo shoot a team photo shoot uh it was the first time that we had Serena in the flesh in Austin um I mean she came to the wedding and she had teal hair, our other brand color at that time. Now it's very committed. Now it's purple. Mm -hmm. Um, but we had, this was the first time that we had team together in this capacity. And we have really exciting new things launching in the new year, our new branding and our new website for sex and love co's coming out. And so we were able to work with our photographer who is amazing lauren parr we love you lauren (laughs) i don't know i think she listens to the podcast so hopefully hopefully she hears this like shout out best of the best lauren parr um so that was super exciting and then we went into a portion of the day where we started digging into mission and we started talk uh we started digging into promises and our promises to the world on many different levels, our promises in business, um, the vision and the direction of where we are going. And I would love to, to spend the majority of our time there, our promises, and and maybe even just recalling some of what we spoke about in the different buckets and really just what we're excited about moving into, you know, this next year, 2022. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'll start off with, I guess it's like a little bit of a personal connection, but into like the bigger mission and vision. And I think Serena actually brought up a really good point when we were on our walk earlier, when she was talking about a pattern that she sees in business is also a pattern that she sees in her romantic relationship, which is also a pattern that she sees like in sex. And 
uh, earlier, I was looking at where I can be really rigid, right? Like rigidity, Virgo here, uh, is a pattern of mine where I've learned to, like I've been rewarded in my life for head down, follow the rules, create the structure, create the system. And what I think we were able to tap into this week is why fun is such a priority in our business. And I feel so grateful that I have a, a company that not only reminds me, it re- reinforces fun. And I think that is part of what we started to tap into as a team of how can we embed fun into educating people around sex. And we started to tap into like Jordan and his brilliance in uh, video content and how we'll be able to start really tapping into deep, vulnerable, intimate concepts of how to share with a lover, like what you want more of in bed Mm -hmm. and how we're going to do that in a way that actually lands for people. And I'm really excited about that because we have such unique and fun strengths. And it was just really clear this week that fun, no matter what, will be such an important part of what we do as a company. Yeah. That's a value of this brand as I see it. And I love that. And yeah, when it comes to like our content, I love the idea of edutaining, being edutaining, creating edutainment. (laughs) (laughs) The different variations of how to say it. Um, It's So it's educational. It's like very supportive, practical, tactical, all those kinds of things. And it's entertaining as fuck. It's very engaging. It's playful. It's because the language, and I've heard friend JP say this, like the language of comedy breaks all barriers. It unifies everything. It is a bridge. And I love that. And I think that we all bring our own flavor of that. And I think that we all really appreciate when we see others doing that. So we want to like embody that more and adopt that morning. That was this weekend was like a microcosm of that. Don't worry, Jordan. I'll do the freestyle rapping Come videos on. for our Yes, content. you will. We'll battle rap. We, Serena and I did some freestyle. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. That yeah. makes my butthole pucker. <laughs> I literally would rather not. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited for you two to do that. Uh, the other thing that comes to mind outside of fun is I think you're going to see a couple of things from our company this upcoming year. Um, one is visibility. I think we're about to be even more visible, um, than ever before. And in that visibility, I also think you're going to see a, um, a maturation in the brand and good uh, word. Thank uh, you. Um, uh, usually it's Alexa that I am saying, I like your big words. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, why that is relevant for you listening is we've spent a lot of time making sure that the image we're putting forward matches the level of education that we have spent tens of thousands of dollars on individually. The um, We want to show up as a force in this world of a brand that you come to for all things sex and love. Mm. And in order for that to really be taken seriously, like we had to take a look at some of the things that over time, just brands step into. And it's really cool. I think it actually would be great for Lex for you to share a bit of like where the brand started, because I think we can take for granted um, how quickly, especially for a fast growing company, like we're, we're just here now, but it wasn't that long ago that it was just you and I on a team, like writing shit out on a journal and being on like, a post-it let's note, try this one thing. And then here we are with the team of four talking about how to be a global brand. So yeah. yes, it's wild. And thanks for bringing it back to that. I mean, of course I'm like, let's talk about the future without going back to like very humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I guess you could say very humble beginnings, but I, I had no idea that this would turn into what it is. Uh, what it is now and what it, what we know it will be. And I think we all feel it. And, and as time goes by, we're continuing to feel more and more like in our own individual uh, creativity, autonomy, sovereignty, and also cohesiveness and consistency um, at the same time. But where it started was me just liking to talk about me, not just liking to talk about sex on, on social media, me being moved to do it. Me feeling like I had to do it. Um, like, like it wasn't necessarily about me. It was to serve other people. I don't know if I would have used that language at the time, but I'd been through some stuff and I was starting to come. I I almost want to use the words, come clean about it, be open about it. Mm -hmm. 
And it was really challenging because I didn't use, I didn't just go to my mom or go to the people that care about me and my life. I didn't just go to them and say like, this is what happened in my life. Instead, I wrote it very publicly and that was how they were finding out. But in the process I was gaining, I was sharing these vulnerable things and I was gaining a lot of attention and followers. And, um, and I think that I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but at the time I'd saved money and I thought that I was going to buy a condo in new Orleans. So I had some money saved. I had some investment accounts. I was a single chick traveling the world there was, I had no overhead and I did, I didn't have a house. I didn't have anything to actually like spend the money on. And so I had some saved. And when I made the shift, I was on vacation from my contracts on ships that I, I went to some personal development events and I thought, I'm, I'm not going to go back. I'm going to try this for a while. I'm not going to take another contract. I'm going to try this. And I was like, fuck it. This is, this is what I'm supposed to do. And, um, what eventually happened was is I went through every cent I'd saved every, and I liquidated an IRA. I liquidated money market. I liquidated any investment account that I had. I went through all of my savings and then I racked up multiple credit cards all the way to max and couldn't pay the minimum balances for over a year and a half going on to two years. And that's a part of my story that I, I know I've said some parts about it, but I, I'm so happy and I, I like, and I guess because it's come up with some of our clients and stuff where I'm like, I need people to know that I didn't just have this figured out. Mm-hmm. This meant that much to me. It meant losing the great credit score. It meant losing the, the condo dream that I thought was meant for me in New Orleans X amount of years ago, five years ago, right? It, it meant continuously figuring it out. Coaching is not for everyone. It really isn't. And being an entrepreneur is not for everyone. And dare I say, like when people coach, they're oftentimes just creating a job for themselves. Mm -hmm. We're talking entrepreneur level. The direction that we are going is big. It's helping people on a massive scale. And that's something that I was, I've always been so sure about. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I knew with every fiber, fiber of my being that I was going to help people love and be in relationships better. And that's what we are doing together collectively. And as time has gone by, feeling the urges, the urges, that feels very (laughs) sexual, (laughs) feeling the urge, you know, um, Bryn coming into a program where I was finally starting to catch a stride. I was starting to actually like, it took me all the way to, to the Austin move where we started digging some of the debt that I'd I'd, we were profitable, but the debt, I was carrying it from before. And so it was like, we were just starting to clear some of that out, feeling a good flow, all of that. And then Bryn comes in and I'm like, something's going on here. She's making eyes at me. (laughs) She's a client. What do I do? You know? And yeah, yeah. And it was very much like, she's supposed to do this with me. And, um, knowing Serena from, other events where the mystic misfits, which for those of you who don't know the mystic misfit brand was Jordan, his brother, Ryan, and their best friend, Kevin, they had a, a, a conscious boy brand mm-hmm. at one point. And at one of their retreats, I met Serena years ago, right around the first, probably when I was, I still had savings and felt good about life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it got really stressful after that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, to like think about Serena and where we were at that time. And now looking at you, I'll just talk to you sitting across the table, knowing what we've done, you know, uh, just in this past year and, and your role, solidifying your role, getting our pictures done and like all this stuff. And like where we're going in the future is beyond the fact that Jordan has, uh, come completely fully on board with sex and love co. And we're talking about, parody videos and edutainment and conscious, you know, comedy and all of that for the brand. It's just like, holy fucking shit. Look what we get to do. Mm -hmm. Look what gets to be our way of living Mm -hmm. and loving and learning and life. This giant sacred mirror that's around us. That's going to continuously hold us accountable to the things that matter the very most in life. Mm -hmm. It's fucking big. It's big. So you asked me about where we've come from and that's what I got for you. So, (laughs) well, I, I love it. It's when I call it like preacher Alexa, where she gets on this (laughs) vortex and you're just on the ride. And then you're like coming up for air. Like, where did we just go? (laughs) I was so enthralled with what you were saying, but I want to touch on quickly. The piece that I think was most impactful for me was 
and I may cry in sharing it, but when you choose a coach on our team, it is somebody who's given everything, everything Mm -hmm. to be a part of something bigger. You know, I hear like what you did, you know, you left your dreams uh, that you thought were supposed to be in reality for you behind so that you could follow this greater urge. And I think about my story of like, I emptied out my retirement. I was living in a fucking van when we a van first, down by the river, yeah. Yeah. down by Barton Springs. <laughs> um, so close, a little bougie, but I, yeah, I think about like what I put forward so that I could step into that dream. And I know you have your own version of that. And you, like each one of us has had our own hero or heroine's journey to be the coach that can fully step in and support you from a place of authenticity and vulnerability and rawness and realness is because we are fucking doing this work too. And I think that is what is so beautiful about our team is we are not anyone special. Like we are literally right alongside of you sharing the lessons, maybe just a couple steps ahead of you. We are I will say investing a lot in our education so that we can guide you with confidence and clarity and integrity. Integrity and we're doing the work too. And I just love the fact that each one of us has done something big to be exactly where we are so that we can support this mission. Yeah, absolutely. And literally you said the word photo shoot and tears started to come up in my eyes and I might cry too because, and I pulled both of you aside individually afterwards and said, thank you because I feel invested in, in like a real part of the team, you know, and not just the photo shoot, but this whole time, energetically, emotionally, physically, like I feel so invested in, and that feels so good and special. And it is so important to invest in ourselves, in our relationships, in our dreams. And that's one thing that I presence when I'm talking to potential clients is the value in investing in yourself. Even if it's not working with us, here's a book, read it, (laughs) show up, take time for yourself, take the time to play. And mm, it feels so good. I love you, Serena. (laughs) It's been absolutely delightful waking up with you in our home, staying in our guest bedroom and making you coffee every morning. Yeah. Thank you. To put my coffee hacking skills to the test and make them vegan friendly. Thank you for that challenge. Uh, Accepted delightfully. Go vegan. Come on. (laughs) As I got back from a hunting trip this weekend. How about that? That's funny. (laughs) Some polarity there. Hello, love bugs. Brinsky here. And I'm here to talk to you about codependency. (laughs) Now, some of you know that I ended a 10-year relationship to break my codependency and to really heal my limiting beliefs and the way that I was operating in my marriage. But I'm here to talk to you about a different codependency. This is my codependency with coffee and how that relationship has just gotten a little out of hand lately, where I was getting up to two lattes a day. Not only is it fucking expensive, um, it's not good for my hormones, my health, my anxiety. And I watched Lex try it and love it. And so I said, okay, I'm ready to make the switch too. I've made the switch and y'all, I absolutely love it. Everyday Dose is an incredible coffee alternative. It has got one third of the caffeine of coffee but it's loaded with all of these incredible ingredients like mushrooms and collagen and nootropics. And just by switching from coffee to everyday dose, I have noticed such an increase in my mood. I feel happier, less anxious. My energy is way more stable. I'm not having those crazy afternoon crashes. And I'm also not codependent on this beverage that I have to have in the morning or else I can't function because I hated that. I hated being so reliant on something. And so um, I'm so grateful that I made that switch. And if you were looking to break your codependency too, then I invite you to check it out, to try it. When you use the code that sex chick, 
you get 20% off an already discounted starter kit, which takes it up to, I think, 65% off your first order, which makes it so freaking affordable, y'all. Um, there's literally no risk to try it. And if you decide that you don't like it, they literally give you your money back. But I love Everyday Dose. I imagine you will too. And so I encourage you to give it a try. Let us know how you like it and break that codependency once and for all. Now back to today's show. Would you like to share a little bit about, since we're on this thread and I shared my piece and Bryn just kind of reminded everybody their piece too, a little bit of what you'd say you, in a sense, either compromised or sacrificed or just not your full story, but just like the couple of things that like led you to here and, and doing this work. And I'll ask the same for you, Jordan, because like what's landed you here? Um, and then maybe we go into the future finally. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'll start with something a friend said to me on my birthday, which is Serena, you make it look so easy. And I think that that is an assumption that a lot of people, potentially people even listening to this podcast may have is that we make it look so easy. Like it's so easy to be married and to be in a relationship. So easy to be a sex coach. It's so easy to have figurative balls and be courageous and make good moves and quit the job and live in a van and all of that stuff. And it's not, it's not easy, but it does take courage and strength. And I shut down a business that was banking over a hundred thousand dollars a year and listened to my heart. And the month that I made that decision I was also evicted from my apartment, not because of financial stuff. The business, the building changed hands. Um, I had nowhere to live. I had relatively no money coming in except for the one or two coaching clients that I had. Um, and so I moved in with an ex-boyfriend and had quite the heroine's journey if I do say so myself. Fun little sidebar. The ex-boyfriend was a client of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he who shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> Voldemort. Great dude. Yeah. No, he's, his name is Wiley. He's awesome. He's totally open to being named. I would not be here more than likely without him. And he has been one of the biggest mirrors for my oh, journey. Awesome. So yeah, I got to live with an ex for a year. Everybody wants that. So (laughs) that was fun. Um, and I met my, my beautiful husband and took risks there too. And said yes to my heart, followed my dreams and to be able to work for, with a company that now as a coach, I, had a full schedule of clients, like fully booked and had health insurance and so many other things to get there as a fucking coach is quite the success story. Yeah. I remember you saying that for the first time where I, I, I remember pieces and parts of it of you saying that like to be a coach and to have these things is winning. Fucking winning. Something like that. Right. That I paraphrased. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because what is, what is it typically like? Well, nobody, okay, I'm going to generalize, but nobody that coaches has health insurance (laughs) just to start. (laughs) That you, that you knew. Yeah. Yeah. Or like had it or like the experience that you had as well. Yeah. Yeah. And all of my friends that were coaches, everyone was in the same boat, like no health insurance, just month to month living off the couple thousand dollars of coaching clients that they had. And it's hard. It takes dedication and strength and courage and figurative balls. Ovaries. Ovaries. Lady balls. Lady balls. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Those will work too. Got, <laughs> I want to share. Got oh. those. Yeah. Want to <laughs> share a little bit about all that you had to sacrifice? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, hmm, let's see. Yeah. So I'm sweating quick little bit of my journey. Uh, I was working with a lifestyle nutrition brand called Bulletproof for several years. And 
that was my dream job when I got it. And I ended up working with them for like six and a half years, one of the early startup employees and just so grateful for that journey. Got to travel all around the country, be an evangelist for the brand. I was a national educator and it was so fun, so um, purposeful. And maybe halfway through that journey, I started to feel the call to the new hero's journey. And I was steeped in personal development, a self-help junkie, guilty. And I started to go to retreats where I met Serena originally, uh, shout out to tribe design, Woo. incredible experience where it was like radically implementing personal development and like a, 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 not a fun, comfortable way is a word we like to use there. Not necessarily so sexy, love and light kind of stuff, but what's real raw and radical. And that was very inspiring. And, and so through this whole journey, I naturally found myself being a coach of sorts. Um, first started with like high school and college friends and just being, I was very open on social media, talking about stuff that I was doing experiments, like no masturbation, no booze, nom nom for a month. And I would talk about that, which some of my friends' parents stopped following me because they thought that was weird. The little boy they knew talking about jerking off or not. And so naturally I found myself in a role of influencing people and supporting friends. And then it started to be like, okay, people are getting paid for this. Not much to Serena's point, <laughs> but very purposeful and exciting. And just felt very like that was deep Dharma kind of vibes. You inspired me, Jordan. Oh, yeah. I was so grateful to meet you at tribe design mm -hmm. and all of the other coaches that were there because mm -hmm coming back home from that experience and watching you and seeing what's available, you were a very big influence on mm, me. Thank you, Serena. Mm -hmm. And actually at the retreat we met, I think this takes us more to the present. Um, within a week is when I met Alexa. I use air quotes because I found her on Facebook and dropped that world famous freestyle voice note into your DMs. Yeah. And now we married. What do you got? <laughs> He met Serena at an event where he got dumped publicly. <laughs> oh, Wait, yeah. yeah. I oh, didn't know yeah. that. I've actually written a post about you have, this. Yes. It yeah, was, that's fully true. It was <laughs> one of, if not the most inspirational moment of my life to date. Wow. Thank you. Can you tell us about it? <sighs> All right. A quick tangent. I think this is important. So <laughs> it was the opening circle of this retreat and I had been falling in love with a woman who was there. She was staying at our house, our not so conscious uh, commune <laughs> hostel in Encinitas. Um, reference to Misfits, Mystic Misfit. We were living there together. Serena stayed with us there for like several weeks or something. This other woman that was staying there, I yeah fell for her. And it was a fling at first. It was like, oh, we're roommates aka fuck buddies. And there was some complications and entanglement within that, just so many layers to navigate. And it just was happening that I was falling in love with this woman, but I was not going to follow that thread. Um, I was avoiding commitment. I was doing my boyish um, nonsense. It was not what I wanted to do, but I Ultimately, I was not in like, this was not the person for me. So all is well that ends well. That's, you know, what was supposed to happen, all that kind of stuff. Everything happens for a reason, blah, blah, blah. And at this retreat though, I hadn't seen her in a couple of weeks and she had gone to Hawaii early to, cause she was part of the production team. And I purposefully proactively was avoiding her in that in between. It was maybe like two and a half weeks and kind of broke her heart because I was like not in contact and she fell in love with somebody on the island. And I'm coming into this retreat thinking I'm hot shit. I'm at the peak of my personal development game, so to speak. <laughs> I got this babeski who's my gal and, and, you know, all that kind of nonsense. And she told me within minutes of the opening circle, um, I fell in love with this person. You broke my heart and I'm so sorry. This is, yeah, this is what it is. And so I'm just raw. I'm like, what the fuck? My world like shattered, you know, as it goes in moments like that. And in the opening circle, it was such a, an absurdly synchronistic unfolding mm -hmm. um, that I, it's hard to even adequately explain it, but suffice it to say, there's a game that we played where random question generator comes up and it's 
think of it like a joker in a deck of 52 cards about the same kind of odds so one and there was like 60 people plus mm-hmm. at this thing and i get this question that so perfectly opens a container and speaks to the person who broke up with me or who yeah <laughs> weren't necessarily explicitly together but any who's and i asked her if she loved me because that was what was real to me. It was question master. Joe, I get to ask anybody a question. I was trying to think of any other question I could ask anybody else. And I asked her, do you love me? And she said, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, there's more layers to it, but I tried to fast track it. And that happened. It was that retreat. I was just like, cool, heart open, broken. Here it is. Yeah. I Uh-oh. would love to add a layer to this, cool. which is... A lot of people simply just don't know what's available to them. And I hired my first life coach at 30, Mr. Frank J, (laughs) and booked a retreat to Hawaii, which is where I met you. And on the plane, I was really hyping myself up. I'm like, okay, Serena, nobody knows you. You can do this. Be yourself. 100% yourself. This is your permission slip. Go there, girl. Like on the plane to Hawaii ready to just show up vulnerably and authentically and not give any fucks. And so, and I was able to do that for the most part at this retreat and this opening circle happened and I'm just watching this breakup in front of my eyes, in front of 50, 60 people and Jordan shares so vulnerably. And I'm like looking around like, does anybody see what's going on? <laughs> There's real emotions happening right now. Mm. What the fuck? People can just be vulnerable like this in public. Mm. This was what I needed to mm. push me forward into my own vulnerability journey and authenticity journey. And so mm. I got to witness that and it changed everything. I was like, oh, okay, I can be myself. I can have emotions. I can share. And so a lot of what I have heard from people around me and people who follow me is they just simply didn't know what was possible. Mm -hmm. And you opened that door for me in such a big way. I got to see real live in the flesh and unfolding. Oh, thank you for sharing that. A split second of amazing courage can change everything. Like look at that ripple effect. That's Mm -hmm. so cool. And so Within a week, met Alexa, um, this sex coach, and I'm like, obviously that's intriguing and I'm terrified. And our love journey unfolded and it was shining a lot of light on a lot of the shadows. Um, sexual development for a lot of people is the last place they go to because the other places are more sexy, <laughs> ironically enough. And she forced me in a really beautiful, sometimes crunchy, but amazing, important way to address this area of my life head on because she had been doing that. She was doing that and slowly, but surely, cause these things take time. It was like, okay, cool. Over time, things are happening. A little breakdown, cool breakthrough. And that transformational process eventually got us to this place almost exactly a year ago where we were ready to take the plunge together in business. And I was had transitioned out of Bulletproof. I was doing my own coaching thing, but it was like, I'm ready to own being a sex coach and supporting men in that capacity and growing a movement, a brand and a, bills, a business and doing whatever it takes to make that happen. And the months leading up to that, and even you know, a little bit after it, and even still sometimes there's, we get to navigate some tension in that, but I'd have it no other way. Cause it's yeah. So beautiful. So good. I uh, had a moment when y'all were talking about tribe design, the retreat and all that. I'm like, how'd we get here? And I was like, oh, this is a part of his story. This is the greater story of how you landed into this work. And I think it's beautiful that we went fully down a little walk down memory lane for each of us. Um, because we're, there's so many threads of connection and synchronicities and aha moments. And, and definitely like life led us here. Mm-hmm universe, God, whatever spirit, sky daddy, sky daddy <laughs> led us right here to this heavy ass table with three mics, four people, two dogs, <laughs> one cup. No, it will always be too soon. Always. Always. We're in high school. Oh, a God, long time anyway, ago. don't think about it. Don't YouTube it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Let us here now. And so excited for what is to come. 
And I think we recently in the project for the company that's doing our, our web, our new website development and all of that for Sex and Love Co. Because it's not just that sex chick. It's also Bryn Daler, Conscious Bro, Spiritual Sex Coach, Serena Rose, Jordan Bowditch. So it's Sex and Love Co. is the, the collective of all of us and what we do. And it's been a really fun process developing that. And that's what we were doing here, you know, especially today after the photo shoot, but working with, um, brand up specifically, what I was going to mention is that it said that we're close to serving 2000 clients, something like that. Like one of you tallied it up. And I don't know if you even tallied what I, what I'd done before Kajabi was tracking it. Probably not. Probably not. So we're probably closer to like 2,500 or so. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I went through Kajabi and went through all the programs plus Sex and Love Co. And it was over 2,000. So clearly over that. Probably, well, let's just say somewhere between 2,300 and 2,500 people. That's wild. That this brand from start to finish, whether it was with me or all of us, has served. That's amazing. And when you say served, you mean like paid for a program basically, right? Yeah. Yeah, that have that have spent some sort of money. And that's not including the people who have decided to like opt in for either the want will won't list or for, you know, one of the other uh, premium free offers that we have or people who are in our Facebook group. Like I think people find us, they might find us through the po- podcast uh, at this point, but they don't realize that we also have a Facebook group that we are in other locations educating and serving as well. And so and many um, more to come and many more to come for sure. I mean, we have an email list. Some people might not know that we offer, we have a weekly newsletter that comes out plus other emails that mm-hmm. go out each week. And they're so fun and lighthearted and the whole team participates in writing them, but mostly Serena, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's all of it is this like really fun functioning yeah. effort. And there's about 16,000 people on our email list. I mean, just on my Instagram alone, we've got got 25,000 people somewhere around that. And in each one of you individually, several thousand. So it's like the, the amount of people that we were able to reach on the podcast, over 170,000 downloads at this mm-hmm. point, stretching literally every continent. It's wild to me to think that that's our reach now to consider that that's where we are right now. And it's only getting bigger. And with that comes its own challenges because mm-hmm. the way we got to here is not the way that we get to the next phase. And so, yes, we want to make money and be a profitable business and all of that. But really the deeper message, and I think each one of us feels it is we want to serve a lot of people. And I think something, I think that we all feel this to some level, we don't want to do it alone. Mm -hmm. Like if, what is the phrase? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that, that we all show up in a, we don't have to, neither, none of you have to do it alone. You, and it's way more fun if we do it together. Mm -hmm. So I would love to shift our conversation just to really round us out in, in the direction that we are going, um, and really how we are going to be serving. Uh, and so just hearing your insights on that and what you're really excited about. I can start. Um, what's most present for me is how to because my role in the company is evolving into, I think, marketing and storytelling. So making sure that people feel really connected to our message, but a layer that I think maybe a lot of people don't see is, is coaching and the development of that. And what feels most present for me is how do we create transformation that lasts? So not these quick band-aid solutions, and I'm not saying our company has provided that, but I think that's what a lot of people buy into in different programs and other places is the quick fix. Like, Ooh, if I just try this one thing, that'll be the thing that fixes my sex, love and relationships forever. And it's like, we are about helping you create sustainable transformation in your sex and love life. So not the quick fix, but what is the thing that's going to help you ultimately have the level of love and pleasure that you ultimately really want. And developing our staff and our company so that we help you to fully touch the things that maybe you haven't wanted to touch, but are going to be the things that set you free so that you can have an incredible connected and deeply loving relationship. And I feel really passionate about that and really lit up about creating that in 2022. That's amazing. I 
love watching people grow. And that is what excites me the most. And I have gotten to experience it through OYO, through sex coach prep school, through one-on-one coaching, one-on-two coaching as well. And yeah, just being able to connect to others and support them and not only serve people, but serve them well. And the improvements that we are making across the board in all programs is, I literally have no words for it. I'm, I'm so fucking excited. And I use the word fuck to accentuate how excited I am um, because I don't have the words to say it, but sex coach prep school is being updated and upgraded. And so is OYO. And now we have pictures to be super official that include me. And I'm really excited. Uh, it's going to be lit. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I'm so excited to whoever's listening and wants to be a part of the program. I'm so excited to watch you grow. I'm so excited. Come join us. Come on, you're invited. Emphasis on come. <laughs> As we have a come rag on the table. Uh, we literal. got something in the mail that's client gifts. A towel, yeah, that says come rag. So sweet. And we didn't know where it came from. Yes, but anyways. Um, so what I what am I excited about? Uh lots of things. I'll use a bit of a metaphor. So I love that you said what got us here won't get us there. And I'll make this more personal. What got me here won't get me there. And this past year has been a kick in the dick (laughs) (laughs) in a lot of ways, Um, a crash course in that process. And, you know, from having a cancel culture experience at the beginning of a year that was sparked by COVID and us getting COVID during the holidays and having to change our plans. And from, you know, being in a a job where I felt very purposeful and clear to the uncertainty of full-time coaching and then getting engaged and, and married and so many massive initiations. And this year for me, it was a lot of my head down preparing to be a husband and a father and, you know, getting us payroll and health insurance and like building a team. And we have an amazing business coach that's supporting us in this process. And it's been so interesting, expected, and awesome to see the the mirroring of what's happening in my personal life and what's happening in our business as we grow. And yeah, there's a lot of specific things I'm excited for next year, stepping more into my unique creativity and dharma and bringing that to the table, um, moving into a space of being a stronger leader of this movement and having it be kind of, I think Bryn referenced, I don't know if it was on this or earlier, but like truly a one-stop shop sex education experience mm-hmm. Um, that speaks to everyone and anyone in one way or another. That feels like a a righteous mission. Mm. My turn. What I'm excited for, what I'm moved by. So uh, there's a couple things. And the first thing that comes up is one of the things that I am the most proud, like when I consider abundance and I consider uh, the team or I consider our business growing, when we grow, that means we get to employ someone else in their dreams. That is the same as on some level as you Mm -hmm. and the same on some level as everybody sitting at the table. And how wild is that? It feels like the most delicious, sweet power in a way where I'm like, I to gift someone the opportunity to fully be taken care of, to be seen, to be heard, to be valued and to also be held accountable and to also hold them in their growth and in their expansion, it's beyond what I could have ever dreamt or imagined. I had no idea that this was coming. And so the fact that we could continuously do that is really cool to me. That abundance means we overflow into another person. Um, and with more people comes more uh, challenges, I'm sure. But I think that the way that we all operate and the integrity and the, the level that we hold each other accountable to and, and being kind and empathetic and curious and a lot of what our brand values are, um, it's just a really exciting idea, you know, moving into the future that at some point we might wind up with another person at the table and then we need five mics. Then we need have four mics and we share one. <laughs> but I mean, that's not like the immediate thing, you know, it's just something that comes up first for me that really excites me. Um, I am excited into the future for more of the businessy type things, systems, 
where people come into our space and they're really fully taken care of by our tech and our systems and uh, just the process that is working with us. It's seamless and we're continuously taking feedback and making a thing better. I'm really excited to watch every team member take elements of what they want to grow further in and go into their learning. Like we spoke about it before. I'm really excited to dig deeper into hormones and fertility for some personal reasons, but also so I can support my clients and our team in a greater capacity and super excited to go further into trauma, more somatics based learning. I've done it once, but I want to go another layer, another level. And I know each one of you have your own thing that you want to lean further into. So to be in an environment that supports you in that growth. Um, so those things are exciting too. And I'd say that the, one of the main things, oh, this is hard. Cause I'm like, oh, there's two of them, but <laughs> growing sex and love co, um, the coaching aspect, getting that more seamless where we can give individual coaching to more people because I think a lot of people get into a place they're they're struggling, they turn to therapy. Therapy either might take an HSA, health savings account, or they pay out of pocket. And we built and structured Sex and Love Co coaching to be just in a similar range if they were paying for therapy out of pocket. And so I know I'm noticing the time. We're gonna have to wrap up soon because my my boy here has got a shooty hoops. <laughs> it's he's got a basketball game. But anyway, there's um, again, it's just excitement about that whole process. We want to make that accessible, attainable, affordable, um, for all types of people. But the real, real thing is sex coach prep school. It is by far our biggest program, our most robust program that we offer, which is basically helping people get a lot of sex education and doing work themselves in their own personal sex, love and relationships, and then being coached on how to bring that into helping other people and into their coaching, if they're an already an established coach or to get started and then showing them what it really takes while I, you know, what it really takes to have a business while not shying away from the conversation of you might have to liquidate your savings account mm -hmm. in the process and live in a van and live in a van. <laughs> You know, or with or an your ex-boyfriend. Ex <laughs> I don't wish yeah, that for anybody. For anyone, right? But, but at the same time, you can't skip what your process is. Absolutely. But we love holding people through that. Yes, we do. And that's something that I didn't have when I got started with somebody sitting there like, it's probably going to get shittier mm -hmm. and I got you. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm your support. I didn't have that. And so we are developing something and a community around it that helps people step into this work because I want to see more sex, love, and relationship coaches who are doing the work themselves that are walking their talk, that are really supporting a lot of people in the world and are also getting fucking paid. I want more wealthy sex coaches in the world. Mm -hmm. And so that's a mission of ours as well, which I didn't see coming. Mm -hmm. I actually mm -hmm. promised myself that I wouldn't coach coaches. Uh -huh. So I've structured sex coach, sex coach prep school. So it's mostly sex coaching for me. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> a little bit of the business stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, those, those are my my excitements and my pieces. And I'm, um, I love that I get to do all of this with each one of you. Each one of us has certainly our own unique flavor, mm -hmm. our own human designs, our own Zodiac wealth dynamics, Enneagrams, Enneagrams. What else we got? Blood types. Myers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Where we're all, we're all a little different in mm -hmm. that. Um, is really exciting. So as well, how many times can we say the word exciting? The, I'm exciting. excited. Yeah. And I just can't hide it, fight it. And I just can't hide I just it. I it's hide it. I think yeah. it's hide it. I had to it sing it. it. And he reached figure it out. Mic. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I won't. <laughs> he doesn't understand how microphones work. <laughs> Unique you New York. Yeah. Unique New York. <laughs> <laughs> All right, loves. Well, I think maybe one last little piece real quick from each of us to round this episode out, which is really just an update from all of us to all of you who are listening. Mm -hmm. Want to kick us off, Serena? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to add that... So many coaches don't have the sex coaching part piece to their life coaching, um, 
you know, business. And so sex coach prep school is also for coaches who want to discover that part of their coaching. And it's like you guys said earlier, it's the last piece that you got into because it can be sticky and hard and, um, yeah. Ah, I see what you did there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, things that are sticky and hard are not always bad. <laughs> they can be good, too. Uh-huh. So um, I like the kinky stuff, and I'm Serena Rose. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to make sure I'm giving an update on whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> This show turned into a big update, oh. a lockdown memory lane, and a big update. Okay, I was like, yeah. what's and happening? Said, and to round it out, is there anything else that you would like to share? <laughs> so yes, Brinsky, an update on whatever you want. Whatever I want. All right, where should we start? Um, I think I will close with, uh, it sounds corny as fuck, but here we are, is gratitude. Mm. We're such a special experience, a special bonding, a special um, yeah, just time together that we had to share and that like we have stated many times in this podcast, um, sexual development, it can be the last thing that you check in terms of your own development, or it can be the first. So if you have not made that decision, I think every single one of us can confidently say it was the best decision we've ever made in our lives. And in terms of our development, and I would not be the woman, the coach, the friend, the lover that I am today without having had that. And so I would empty out my retirement account all over again to pay Mm -hmm. for the program that I invested in with you, which taught me about my own sexuality. And, uh, I'm so grateful that I said yes to that urge and that we are all doing this damn dance. So I love y'all. Thank you. Uh, Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd piggyback on that a little bit. Something that I heard you say, babe scheme, uh, multiple times is this idea that general personal development doesn't seem to translate as directly and strongly to sexual personal development as the other way around sexual personal development translates massively into the rest of my life because it oftentimes is the most vulnerable, the most sticky and hard. Oh yeah. Confronting, uh, as <laughs> confronting all that kind of stuff. and how that crosses over is kind of unbelievable. Um, so I wanted to say that. And then the last thing I'll say is my recommendation advice counsel to all the listeners out there would be, yeah, incorporate play often, uh, omnipresently and take risks. Shocker. Great. Sex coach, sex coach prep school out. No. Sex and love go out. No. God damn. It's the end of the day. We die. It's the end of the day. Yeah. This is it. I think I think I I think I've delivered all of my pieces and parts. So really I'm I'm just gonna say thank you to each one of you. Gratitude to each one of you for being here. Um I don't have anything more in the ways of like what do I want the people to know because I feel like I'm constantly saying that to mm-hmm. them every week on a Wednesday. <laughs> you know, I liked what Jordan said, take risks. I also like be curious. And I would say if you're listening to this show and you're curious about working with us on some capacity, reach out. Mm-hmm. We don't bite unless, unless oh, we there's all consent. have consent yeah. about it. Yeah. Kidding, we don't because we're in a side of a computer. <laughs> so, you know, yes, exactly. But Yeah, we we like to keep working with us and like we like to make that very easy and feel very seamless and feel like there's no pressure because we also understand that some people come in to, you know, they're introduced to us or this work and it feels scary or it feels vulnerable. And even putting their email into getting a freebie is challenging, is a big deal for them. And so we just want you to know that we know this Mm -hmm. and we can help you exactly where you're at or from afar or whatever it is that you need, whatever your nervous system is capable of, of managing and taking on. And maybe even me saying that you're like, I don't even know what that means, but, uh, we do. So reach out on some level, even if it's a DM in my Instagram that may sit in the request folder for two weeks before I respond. But 
I love you and it's not you, it's me. <laughs> and I will get to you and we will have a, we will have communication. <laughs> Just DM me be like, Hey, I'm trying to get in touch with Alexa. I'd be like, got it. And then I'll text her. And then she'll slack me and then we'll Voxer about it and yeah. then we'll eventually yeah, yeah, get yeah. back to it. Or she'll it. put yeah. it on my calendar, yeah. answer your DMs. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's something Serena would do, yes. Yeah, exactly. So. But really though, no, we love our people. Yes. Hello at that sex chick also works. Mm-hmm. That's Brent. <laughs> so, you know, hello, that sex chick is Ren. So the main right. point is we've got you, yeah. all of us. Yes. Like yes. all of our hands are here on deck. You. Ha. Ha. <laughs> on you. Yeah. And we love you. Yes. Yeah. Love, 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 love you. Much like we love each other. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of love. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you extra, extra loved it, make sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see y'all next week.